Hi there, I'm Will Green, and welcome to the latest in a series of interviews looking at Guernsey and the climate crisis, supported by the International Sustainability Institute Channel Islands. As the UN's Climate Summit continues in Glasgow, attention there has turned to adaptation. How will the world ride the storm we're told is approaching at an ever faster rate? And what will global temperature rise mean for us in the bailiwick? To get an idea, I spoke to Dr. Andrew Casebo, former state's agriculture and environment advisor, who put together a local publication on climate change some 14 years ago to find out what is coming down the line and what he thinks we should be doing about it. So, Andrew, you wrote, obviously, a a major report on climate change back in 2007. I I can see it here. It's called Planet Guernsey. What was that about, and what's been the impact when you reflect looking back now? Well, I think that at that time, it's, it's quite staggering now to think that there were so many people that would not accept that climate change was happening and the global warming was happening. It was, um, at that time, the whole purpose of, of doing that report on, on climate change in, in Guernsey uh, was that people were not accepting that climate change was happening. And so it was really, the whole reason wasn't really to, to point out that climate change is happening and it is affecting us in Guernsey and it will in the future. And it's a it was about time that we did something about it. Um, and in fact, it had a tremendous reception at that time, uh, not least from the people that were totally opposed to it. I remember speaking, I spoke at a lot of meetings, both in Guernsey and Jersey and in the UK, about climate change at that time. And there were, you know, a lot of people were for it, but there were an awful lot of people opposed to it. And I remember people standing up and saying, I... You know, I've been a fisherman all my life and, and I can tell you that sea levels are not rising. Well, the evidence of the, uh, of, of the gauges at Cherbourg and the satellite uh, information is that, that sea levels are rising. They have been for many decades, um, but they're actually increase, it's incre- rising at an increasing and increasing level now. So that was the reason for bringing that out. Um, and now what's the difference is, of course, I, uh, most people you talk to will accept that climate change is happening. The problem is actually getting anybody to do anything about it. I, 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 friends come to Guernsey and the first thing they say is, I can't believe there's so many enormous cars in, driving around in Guernsey. I can't believe the traffic in Guernsey. And, and that is a, a, a critical thing. You know, we can't... And if, if you look out at the number of private jets that fly into Guernsey these days, um, you know, literally... Um, what are we doing about it? We, well, we know that it's happening, but I don't think people have really taken it on board that much and are doing anything about it. Obviously, Guernsey is an island. How is climate change going to affect us? Well, it's, uh, first of all, 
Do you want the good side, good side or the bad? Um, <laughs> Let's go for the bad first, because then we can listen to the good after. <laughs> well, I like the good side first, because, of course, the good side is that it's going to be a little bit warmer. And uh, potentially, you know, we might have uh, hotter, drier summers, which is, is good. OK, we might have a lot more rainfall during the winter, etc. But uh, on the bad side, the, of course, the higher temperatures are causing sea level rise because of thermal expansion of water, basically. But also, increasingly, there's a greater understanding now of the, the melting on the Greenland ice sheets, um, European, European glaciers. The fact that uh, the suggestion is that there won't be much snowfall or much, many glaciers left in the places like the Alps in a few years' time. And, and even now in Antarctica, whereas previously you know, the Ant- Antarctica was thought to be at least just maintaining a, a level, but now is, is actually seen to be undermined by warming waters. And so as a consequence, basically sea levels are rising by probably, um, well, we know that they've been rising by about at the present time by over three millimetres a year. Sounds very little, but over a period of, long period of time, it's considerable. And in fact, the likelihood is that if we carry on as we are at the present time, sea levels around Guernsey will be probably about a metre. The Dutch would say one point, about 1.1 metre sea level rise in this area by 2100. Now, that's quite considerable. Does that mean parts of the island will be under the water <laughs> well at the same time you've got higher rainfall in the winter time now so so areas of the island that are particularly low lying could be much well, they, they could be much more subject to flooding in the future um, but the main thing really is that of course a, a metre higher sea level rise um, would mean that some of the sea walls could be overtopped and so, you know, maybe not severe flooding, but you could get um, some overtopping. Um, I know there was a Royal Haskening report in 2007 which suggested that the shingle bank at Lere could, could, would be overtopped and could actually collapse, could go, and the sea actually inundates that area of land behind the, the um, shingle bank there um, within the next few years not not a great deal of time and also they were talking about um Langcrest common and of course the the, the pembroke bay quote sea wall whatever um and the fact that t- given a time that that could be destroyed by sea level rise it does, does guernsey face a difficult choice then about when to give up to the sea and when to build higher walls for want of better words <laughs> well <laughs> Yes, the, they were suggesting at the time that that um, certain areas, such as north of Blancrest, would have to be given up to the sea. But there are other areas which are, are actually probably even more vulnerable. Uh, in I think it was about 2012, Royal Haskelling did a follow-up report on uh, sea defences, and they showed quite convincing, very convincingly, that of course the probably the most vulnerable place in the island was the bridge, the area of the, the St. Sampson's Bridge across to Grand Havre. And 
they were predicting that unless something was done quite urgently, there would be or could be flooding in the event of uh, sea level rise. Does that worry you at all? Uh, no, because I live on higher land. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I, 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 I'm fortunate in the I live in the South of the Island on the on the plateau. So I'm what a hundred feet above sea sea level. So I'm not that concerned. But I think if I was um, a business or living uh, around this area of St. Sampson's, yes, I would be concerned. What would be your request to political leaders in Guernsey about climate change? What do you think should be done? What's your three priorities, say? Well, certainly I, would, I, w- I think that um, the sea walls are, are quite a priority um, and we should be doing something about it. It's expe- purely expensive, mind you, and so I don't know where the money's coming from, but certainly that is, if we're talking about adaptation, that's one of the, one of the significant ones. Um, we haven't yet seen, there was supposed to be a, um, a state's policy on adaptation, which we haven't, by this year, we've, we haven't seen it yet. Um, and that would be very interesting reading, because, of course, we've only, we've talked about sea level rise, but there's an awful lot of other things that should be happening, or that are happening. And, um, and, and you know, because of the higher temperatures, that means um, more risk, the health risk to young children, older people. Um, there's, so there's considerable health risks. Um, there's health risks to animals. There's health risks because of uh, increasing um, diseases that are not killed off or are able to spread from the continent to Guernsey. Um, there's wildlife and biodiversity. They're major, major factors with, with wildlife and because basically we're, we are now seeing warming countryside, warming oceans, and you can see that... Animals and plants are moving northward to actually because that's their climate space, and so these things are happening in Guernsey. And so, adaptation we need to be doing something to assist the maintenance of habitat for those species. Um, but also agriculture, we've we've had we've had a, um, a planning policy for the last few years now, which has actually encouraged people to take land out of agriculture, actually to develop new gardens, new houses on pristine agricultural land of the highest quality in Guernsey. Now, OK, you could say that the little fields in Guernsey, we, we're not mechani- we can't mechanise and, and, and have agriculture that's affordable in as in other parts of the world but the reality is that surely to goodness you know that that is a planning policy that is totally alien totally wrong to to actually allow people to to actually take agricultural the best quality agricultural land on the plateau out of production and use it for houses or gardens you should be building where land is depleted um, on brownfield sites, um, but not pristine agricultural land. It's ridiculous. And obviously we've got the world leaders in Glasgow at the moment. What's your hope for the COP26 summit? Ah, well, that they do take some action. My goodness, it's about time. Um, but there are, there's so much to be done. And, 
does the world have the world leaders, have the politicians got the will to do it? I, I really haven't seen, well, we've seen the evidence of the people that attended the conference, but the people that didn't attend, are they actually going to deliver? And not only are they going to deliver, are they going to deliver in time? And we are on course for much higher temperatures. They talk about, whatever, we were talking about sea level rise by 2100. It doesn't stop at 2100. It, it just carries on. The, the carbon dioxide is still in the atmosphere. And that means that um, temperatures, sea level rise goes on and on for decades, not decades, hundreds of years to come. And so you could see, still see, in four or five hundred years' time, almost total destruction of the Greenland ice cap, um, massive sea level rise. And, and that's going to make massive... Whatever they do locally in Guernsey for the next hundred years, you know, in two or three hundred years' time, you won't recognise the northern part of Guernsey. That was Dr. Andrew Caseboe there, former States Agriculture and Environment Advisor. Coming up next, we'll be taking a deeper dive into green finance, an area of the climate battle Guernsey could really, really punch above its weight in. Innovation is the next theme in our COP series. For now, thank you for listening.